So influence really comes down to relationships and how are you making them? How are you building them? What I can't just connect with you online and you give me my credit card right away. Like that's not how it works. Apparently that's how everyone thinks it works. So that's not like bro marketing, super aggressive. Like basically let's connect and I'm going to pitch you right off the back. If you're going to write anything down, write this down. It's asking someone to work with you is an opportunity, not a pitch right? Like write that down people. Like you're not out here to pitch people. So one, yeah, you got to work on your relationship with sales. Are you in business to make money? Uh-huh. We're shaking our head. Yes. Even if we can't see me doing it right now, we're making money. So it's okay to ask people to buy from you. Now, how you do it, that's where the okay and the not okay comes into place, right? So we've all experienced it. We've all gone online, accepted someone on LinkedIn. And all of a sudden they're like, hey, you have a face, buy my stuff. I have a great face cream. <laughs> or you have teeth, some of them. And, you know, here, buy my toothpaste. It'll be your, your super white, bright smile will make you everybody convert. No, it doesn't work like that. So it all comes down to this lost art of the relationship, which is the original funnel, right? Okay, everyone's in a funnel. We're all in someone's funnel. If you don't realize you're in someone's funnel, eh, you know, it happens. But if you're having a conversation with someone, there's a funnel. So technology and this funnel concept isn't something new. And so how is it that you connect with someone on an authentic basis? Well, here's the trick, ready? It's really mind-blowing. All of what I'm gonna say is mind-blowing. It's not about you. <laughs> stop making your business about you. Yes, you're here to make money, but we all know that the reason you got into business was one, to make more of an impact, right? To help more people. And that is not about you. It's about them. So if you stop making it about you and you start making it about the other person and get genuinely interested in who they are, what they stand for, maybe there's something you can do that can be of help, can be of service before you try to pitch them before you offer them an invitation to work with you, right? Think of it like Johnny Appleseed. You're going around and you're just spreading goodwill. You're spreading value. You're spreading seeds of, of, of positivity. And some of those seeds will, 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 fruit, will bear fruit, right? Will grow into a fruit tree and you'll be able to go and pick that fruit later on. But it's not about saying, you know, I'm going to plant this one seed and I'm just going to look at it until it grows, right? <laughs> If you're stressed out about having, you know, not enough leads and not enough connections, it's because you're not doing the thing that you need to, which is volume. It's all based off of volume and it's all statistical. It's all numbers. So you have way more control in your business than you actually realize because everything comes down to how many connections are you making? How many conversations are you having and how many offers are you making? It's that simple, but you put effort in, you get results. And as you get better, at doing this, the same level of effort will produce more results. That's why people who are like, why is it so easy for them? Why do they seem like they've got it all together? Because they put in the work. They put in work. And I look at their website and I see how, is it easy, how easy is it for me to get information? If I can't find your information easily, that's that first level of content. Hey, looks like you're doing coaching, but you're also talking about consulting. And then you've got this, you know, essential oils business. Which one are you focused on right now? Right. So it also, basically what that does is it triggers someone into being like, oh my God, she found out that I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> 
Um, because I'm just looking and I'm getting curious. Where is it that I can add value and where is it that I am genuinely interested? Someone might put in, you know, that their interest is in maybe skydiving at the bottom of their LinkedIn page, but no one usually scrolls all the way to the bottom. So I look there and be like, what are their interests? Do they have anything even there? Like, do they have a strong presence? I talked to someone the other day and I was like, so are you still living in Chicago? And she's like, where did you find that? I was like, well, that's what it says on your LinkedIn. She goes, oh God, I haven't, I haven't updated that in like years. It's like, oh God, you're losing all kinds of leads. And she goes, oh no, we need to talk. I was like, yeah, we do. Now she's a client, right? Just based off of the fact that I was like, how's Chicago? Weather's probably shitty right now this time of year. Think of it this way of online and offline is no different. When you go to a networking event and you meet someone in person, are you just going to kind of walk around them a couple of times be like, Hey, you know, nice ass or Hey, I like your shoes. No, you're going to ask them questions about themselves, right? You're not going to go sniffing around and trying to figure out, you know, where their credit card is. Be like, Hey, I see that nice bulge in your back pocket. Is that where you keep your money? Right? No, you're going to start asking them about them and not be such a, well, douche. Let's be real. <laughs> Um, you know, so get out of trying to get the sale right off the bat. That's the first thing is stop trying to close people because nobody wants to be closed. It's like when you go to the furniture store, you know, if you're going to a place, have you ever walked in somewhere in the U S this is really prominent. You walk into a furniture store and basically the salesperson just all of a sudden shows up out of nowhere, really creepy, like, you know, and you're just like, what do you want? And they're like, if I can help you, let me know. And you're like, okay. And as you're walking around the store, he's following you the whole time. He's behind the couch. He's behind the planner. He's behind the, po the post. He is everywhere you look and you're just like, dude, stop. <laughs> and you run out of the store without having bought something because they're putting on this pressure to make you buy. You already had an intention to potentially buy. You didn't need that person there, but what have they done? They've now basically alienated you. They've turned you off. You don't want to turn people off as it relates to your encounter with them. You want to be personable. You want to ask questions about them. And the wonderful part about this is because we're human beings, we feel really bad taking up the whole space and time. Unless you've got a narcissist and then you're just like, everyone's probably going to run away. Um, but basically, if, if you've been talking about someone for long enough, eventually they're going to be like, oh my God, I've been talking about myself this whole time. What do you do? And then... You have been given permission to start talking about yourself and it's not salesy. It's not pitchy, but you better know how to describe what you do so that someone goes, tell me more. That's, that's what it is, is how excited are about what you do? How confident, like that's a big key. How confident are you about the results that you can get people? Because that's what this is about. It's about delivering results. There are too many people and too many gurus and non-gurus alike. People are always attacking the gurus, but man, I see them all the time. Non-guru people out there promising the world and not delivering. You know, it's, it's, I personally hate it. I've, yeah. Have I been conned? Have I been gotten? Sure. Have I gotten value from some of those things? Sure. I got value. I mean, friends, I got clarity. I got all that great stuff. What did they sell me on? They sold me on results. Did they deliver on those results? No. There's one person that delivered all the results that they promised. One person. And that's when I realized, okay, I'm not the only one out there. And with that person, I started seeing other people and that's who I network with. That's who I mastermind with because those are the people that are full of integrity, full of client delivery, and they're, 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 they want to show up differently for their people. So you've just got to decide how you show up. How willing are you going to, how, what are you willing to do to help your client get results? Now, I'm not saying go do the work for your clients. I'm not saying, you know, spend all day and all night delivering. Yeah. You've got to stay on your side of the road. 
but is your structure, is your infrastructure there in place to help you feel confident about what it is that you do so that you can communicate it effectively? So my systems are all about what are the three to five things that I do on a daily basis to generate qualified leads? because everything else starts taking care of itself. So some of the things I focus on is making sure that I book on podcasts. What is my visibility, right? That's my, what's my thing that I'm going to do today to make sure I raise my visibility. Um, the, the three to five things really hits a big component of consistency. When I do those three to five things every single day, then my machine is working. It's effective. It's humming. It's going along. And there are times where stuff happens, life happens, and I don't do the three to five things and I see the repercussions. There's almost like a two week lag essentially for me. Um, and it's because I've got things in such a way that I know that if I do these three to five things, I can get X, Y, Z results. So if I decide, okay, I'm going to go launch a group and I'm going to do it in, let's say three or four weeks then I need to make sure that for two weeks I'm hitting hard. In two weeks, I can generate enough leads to fill my group program. And it takes two weeks because I have to build engine. That's if I was starting from like nothing of like kind of going offline, not really doing anything, you know, some something tragic happens. Go back in, I start posting every day. I get visible in some capacity every day. So what do I do? I'll, I'll lay it out for you guys because I actually, I've never shared this before. So um, I sp make sure that I speak somewhere every single month. So I basically have a process that I follow every single month and I repeat it for the year. It really keeps things simple of like, all right, these are the things that I'm going to do every single month. And so that means I'm going to do it every single month. So I go in someone's Facebook group, invited. I don't force myself in there. I'm like, hey guys, I'm going live in the group and I've been given permission, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm going to start pitching everybody. No, this is a authority has been extended to me. Author, uh, you know, um, authorization basically. So I get positioned as an expert in someone else's group. I go live and do some kind of masterclass in my group. So I have different topics that I'll go on and I'll go on, I'll go a little bit deeper, give that aha moment to people. Um, so let's see, I said, I go live in someone else's group. I go live in my group and then I do, um, you know, I do like a teaching moment essentially. Then I go and speak. I make sure I go live every single week with some kind of value that I provide my clients. Um, and then um, I do podcasting. So I go on someone else's podcast and I'm, I have other people on my podcast. I use all of these mechanisms. And then I basically consistently reach out and connect with people on Facebook and LinkedIn. I use Facebook and LinkedIn as my pri primary platforms. I think really what I want to instill with them is that yes, you have to do the work, but no, you don't have to give up everything in the process. So for example, at five o'clock, when my nanny goes off like the clock from five to eight, it is no, you know, boundaries. Like I don't have client calls. I don't do anything like that because it's family time. So I want them to see that you can be a successful mom. You can be a successful entrepreneur and you can still have family. And there are times where I will choose to, to, go across that boundary, but I've communicated with my husband, right? So there's communication that's going on. There's support. There's a support system that's happening. And so you've got to understand that not you people, right? Have to understand that life is not, there's no such thing as balance. It doesn't exist. I've tried it. It doesn't exist. I'm here to tell you <laughs> balance does not exist. Now there's selective balance where, for example, next week I have to go on a trip and I'm going to be like heads down, working, 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 working. So what am I going to do the week before I'm spending more time with my kids? Because what happens is, is this, you know, you kind of go like this with your work, right? You're working less, you're working more, you're working less, but over time it looks like this to them, right? So they're not going to remember and feel like, oh, mommy was gone all the time. No, what they're going to remember is mommy was there for us every single night. 
you know, we played, we ate dinner together every single night as a family. Like that dinner is really, really important. We eat dinner together as a family. Now, sometimes we eat in front of the TV, I'm not going to lie because I don't feel like it, <laughs> but it's a matter of figuring out where are the boundaries for you and honoring them and saying, you know, no matter what, yes, there's always more to be done. There's always more work you can do. There's another client to be closed. There's another thing or whatever, or another opportunity, but are you making most of the opportunities that you can manage within the time frame that you've allotted? And that's the most amazing thing about moms, especially women, is that, and the reasons I love working with them, is that we have an innate ability to do more in less time because we understand that prioritization is absolutely essential. You know, if you look at it and say, look, if I'm only gonna, you know, there's eight hours in a day, and let me say I'm gonna work six, because stuff happens, we get distracted, right? What, what would I need to get done in those six hours? What are the things that I really need to focus on? And if I chop that in half and say for three hours, I'm really gonna hyper-focus on these things and then I'll get the other stuff. Cause you know, like yesterday I had to pay bills. I mean, those things need to get done and they're not a priority, but they need to get done. So half that time, now you got three hours, three hours of focused work to generate leads, put out great content, be consistent, that's all. That's all I'm asking is for three hours a day. What people want to do is be attracted to someone who will lead them. So is the content that you're putting out there in a thought leadership category? Are you helping people get that aha moment? And it's not just the value as it relates to this is how to do something. It's this is how to think differently about how you do something so that you do it again. Right. I can Google all this stuff. How are you showing up and showing how you show your brilliance and how are you creating the structure within your business to make sure that you're doing it consistently? 